Welcome to the Radical Care Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Sidel Hitchcock, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about surrender and forgiveness. Big, (laughs) juicy topic. Those two words, I think, are the most powerful in my current state of existence. And I also believe they go hand in hand sometimes. So surrendering for me a lot lately is surrendering to the fact of not having control over certain things I wish I had control over. Surrendering has been this experience of releasing a hold or a grip on a notion that I can do things a certain way or I can control things that are out of my control. And I've been in this this constant state of surrendering at many different times, I think as this journey of being a caregiver has evolved over these last, over this last year and really last four, almost four years uh, with my dad's health has been a process because surrendering is this beautiful uncomfortable, powerful experience. And sometimes it is really easy to be in that that state of surrendering and knowing deep down throughout my whole body, my whole heart, and, and deep into my soul that I cannot control a certain situation ever. And sometimes it's a little harder to allow myself to really tune in and access that. I'll give examples. I surrendered pretty quickly to the fact that my father was going to have a urostomy bag. Uh, pretty quickly, once he, after he had a surgery, we knew it was going to be a part of his life. Um, up to a month before his surgery, we knew that that was going to be a part of his life for the rest of his life. And I was used to it almost instantly from the moment the surgery happened. Then when he got his neurophony tubes, about three months later, it took a a couple of days to get used to that. But also this other surrendering thing happened because I knew that it was keeping him alive. I knew that it was supporting him and keeping him well as best as possible. And I surrendered very quickly to that notion that this is going to be a new normal for him and a new normal for us to see every day. And 
I, I surrendered to that also pretty quickly of not being in control of his body. Something that has taken me a long, a long time to surrender to is that he smokes. Uh, that's been so hard because I I just don't understand it. I'm, I'm not a smoker, so of course I, I, I kind of understand that it helps people release stress and... But it also, because of his health condition, can is causing his health to be worse. Um, he just chooses not to see it that way. And that's okay. You know, there's a point, I think there was a point recently where I just surrendered to the fact that I cannot change his mind, that I can't control him going outside and smoking, that I can't control him getting cigarettes. And that, that truth and knowing in that has allowed me to release the anger, the frustration when he does go out and light up a cigarette when he asked me to go buy him cigarettes and when I see him smoke because for the longest time I would allow my whole body to tense up and be so angry at him for doing something that could harm his body in such a way because his body is already working through so much and but I can't understand what he's going through or feeling on the inside and I think once I really connected with that piece of it and said you know this isn't about me yes I'm allowed to have these feelings and emotions behind it but I I don't know what he's what he's physically experiencing is like because it's his experiences. I'm seeing it from my perspective as a daughter, which is a, a different form of a perspective. I'm not actually physically feeling the pains and aches in his body or this discomfort in his body or the knowledge that that's how his body is going to be forever. Now, of course, I'm acknowledging that from my perspective is I'm always going to have to do these certain things like change his urosomy bag, help empty out his kidney tubes, things like that, like take him to get his kidney tubes changed every month. Those things I acknowledge and I'm aware of, but from my perspective. And I also forgave him. And this is where I think surrendering and forgiveness ties in. Is I also forgave him for smoking. Internally to myself. I forgave him in my space of... I forgive you, Dad, for smoking. But when I really accessed that forgiveness, what it did was allowed me to really complete that process of surrender. And that has really changed 
the dynamic of our relationship for the better. Because I'm not yelling at him. I'm not giving him dirty looks every time he steps outside to go get a smoke. I'm not getting upset with him when he asks me to buy cigarettes. And... Yeah. Being a caregiver... Being someone who has parents who are um, sick, uh, not feeling well, have a lot of medical stuff going on, there is this big, this big revolving door in a sense. But every time you kind of go through it, something new comes up or uh, it's like before, but it's different. (laughs) Um, And... I sometimes I get out of the revolving door and I'm fully in the surrender and forgiveness part of my my space and the journey with them. Sometimes I go through the revolving door and something comes up that's similar to experiences we've had in these past four years and past almost a year now with my mom. And I'm not in this forgiveness or surrender space, and I'm in this angry and resentment space, and I have to, I get, I allow myself to be with that, because those emotions and feelings are very valid to be in and experience. So I allow myself to be in that anger, and when I experience that resentment, which is very rarely nowadays. In the beginning, it was very much there because I I made up this notion that I had to do everything, that I had to drop everything in my life to do everything for them, which was something I made up completely on my own. They never stated that out loud to me once, that, hey, Avis, you need to give up everything to take care of us. They never said that to me. I made it up in my head thinking that was the only way that I could be the best daughter, the best caregiver to them was that I had to put my whole life aside and do everything for them at all times. So much to the point where I was starting in a sense to control their lives or thinking that I had to control all of their moves and things. And that built up them speaking to me, hey, you know, we still can do things. They they were telling me things. They were getting angry and frustrated at me because I was taking everything away from them because I thought that's what I needed to do. I thought that's what I had to do to make their lives easier, to make them feel good. But what I was doing was taking away their independence. What I was doing was viewing them as less than human beings, not intentionally, of course, but when they were telling me these things in certain ways, I would get resentful towards them because I'm like, but I'm doing it for you. Like in my head, this was what I was saying. And then I sat back and I was like, wait a second. Why do I feel like I have to control them? Because my dad said, like, stop trying to control me. And it hurt. I got so defensive against him when he said that. And of course I did because he was right. He was so right. And 
I had to really sit with that and be like, why am I trying to control him? Why am I trying to control everything? And that's where the resentment came in because I was looking at it in a perspective that wasn't aligned with being the best daughter and the best caregiver I could be, of supporting them in the way that they desire and get to be supported from me. I was really embodying the fact that they were now children and I was the parent, which is not true in the slightest. And I really got to forgive myself because I started to go into the beat down mode, beating myself up mode. You know, why, why did you do this? Like, why are you all the many different things I've started saying to myself. And there was this awareness of that because it's something I've done over the course of 20 years of my life. And so I, I have built up this awareness of when that, that those thoughts or me saying it out loud to myself comes into play. And I stopped it in its tracks and was like, wait a second, no, 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 no. Look, you did it this way because you thought you had to. And now you're aware that that is not supportive to them or to you as well. Like it wasn't just about them, but it's also about me. And it's also about our dynamic and relationship together in a whole. And so when I realized that, and when I started talking to myself, I'd be like, well, how can you support them? I would start asking them. I would start really listening to what they were saying to me what they were saying out loud. And I started to really listen to myself and what I desired and what I needed and what I got to give to myself as well outside of that dynamic of being a caregiver to them. And when I built this awareness to that, the resentment, the majority, right? Because there's still those moments that come up. But I notice when those moments come up, I'm not really allowing myself to take care of myself as much as possible. I, those are these moments that come up where I still tend to say yes to everything or think I have to do everything. And then I'll, I'll start to feel the resentment and I'm like, wait, what do you get to do for yourself right now to take away this resentment, right? I get to feel it in a sense, because I'm I'm stopping myself in my tracks and being like, why do you feel so resentful right now? And I know why, because I didn't take time to just be with me, to just be with me, not, not work related, not caregiving related, not helping and supporting others related, but really just be with me, sit with me, love me in that space and energy that I get to do because it fuels me. It has me fill and keep a filled, evolving cup in my, in my body, in my energy, in my mind, in my heart. Like a constantly overflowing uh, a cup, so to speak. Like a, a never-ending cup. Um, that there's always water and abundance in this space. When I when I do that for myself, 
I'm only doing it for myself, but I'm also doing it for them because I'm allowing them to be for themselves too by me taking the time to be with myself and for myself. So like I said, a lot of forgiveness has come up through this process. I've forgiven myself a lot. And when I say I've forgiven myself a lot, I mean forgiven myself for dropping the ball. I've forgiven myself for getting really mean and nasty sometimes. I've forgiven myself for starting to beat myself up and I've surrendered to things that I cannot control when it comes to my parents' health, when it comes to decisions they're making that I don't agree with, don't understand because I, once again, am not in their bodies I'm not physically or emotionally experiencing on the level of what they're experiencing because they're really living in that space. I am also living in that space just as an outsider. I'm seeing it through a different lens. I'm experiencing it through a different lens. So... It's a part of my awareness and process of what surrendering and forgiving mean. I I definitely believe that they go hand in hand sometimes, especially as a caregiver, because there's been so many times that I have not wanted to surrender because I'm like, no. No, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do this. But I knew that there's this moment of coming up that I get to because I I get to relinquish this this sensation or this feeling of control that's really not there because what that that feelings and sensation of being in control and a situation that I cannot physically be in control of is it's holding me back. It's kind of holding me hostage in this false narrative that's not a reality. Like I'm almost making this really messed up alternate reality of something that's not true, something that actually causes me to be in a space I don't wish to be in. It causes my relationships and dynamics to be in a space I don't really wish them to be in. And it causes me to be in a space, an energy that does not support me or support the people I, it just supports my parents or supports the people I'm taking care of. And so I allow myself to start that surrendering process because that supports me, relinquishing this sense of control that causes the frustration, causes the anger, the built-up anger and the resentment and the guilt and shame. Because that's really what causes it for me is like when moments come up, as they come up often in regards to my parents' health of things, I, I start to beat myself up because 
I, I feel like I'm in control of it. But these moments come up and I realize how much in that moment that I'm not in any control of it, that I'm not controlling it. And so in that space, when I surrender to these moments, when I surrender to these facts and this reality that is their present space and also my present space from a caregiver's perspective, from a daughter's perspective, from an outsider of their body's perspective, I feel so much better in my body and I'm in, al- I'm in alignment with what I'm doing, who I am as a person. I'm in alignment with the energy that I wish to give out, the energy I, I wish to give myself and feel by doing that. That's my thoughts and feelings and awareness on surrender and forgiveness Thank you for listening. On next week's Radical Care podcast episode, I will be joined by Allie Wallace. She's going to be sharing about her awareness and importance of taking ownership of self and all that goes along with that. So be sure to tune in next Monday. Love and blessings.